0: Listener Production. Kickpod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Yulukut Wollum clan of the Boon Wurrung who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respect to their elders past, present and emerging, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the Kickpod, your DNM on the stuff that matters. One, two, three,
1: Okay. Steph is always waiting for me to welcome the podcast these that days. Like a hiccup. <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello. I tried to reverse huh? my hey. hello. Like oh. I tried to like <laughs> suck it back in. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, it doesn't work. It Doesn't work like that. Once it's out, it's out. But <laughs> well, welcome back to another kick episode, guys. Welcome and back. And welcome back, Laws. Thank you. Welcome to my table. To <laughs> that table actually a listener's welcome me last listeners week. table this tables oh my listener and yeah this is true
0: SCA yep. not you no <laughs> we're just here visiting <laughs> anyway so today is a very special day it is it is world mental health day. And as you guys know, Kik is all about the holistic approach to health and mental health is a very, very big part of that. And actually through some studies with our own community, it's up there as the number one priority for most of them. The I mean, it's my number one
1: priority. Mm-hmm. So important. Mm-hmm. And I think our physical, doing things to help our physical health, you know, getting fitter and stronger, mm-hmm. they help your mental all health. So it's like, it. It, it all feeds into it. And, and yeah. I, yeah, you're right at Kik, everything we do is about feeling good for you. Mm. So we wanted to start to by talking about something that we're both going to do for ourselves Mm. today Mm. to feel good.
0: So you know what I'm loving? We've actually launched some new, we've got a sleep challenge happening at the moment. And part of that, we've got some soundscapes that have come into the app. And these are the first of our soundscapes. And one of them is called River. And I love it because it takes me to one of my favorite places in the entire world, which is obviously up at the Murray River. And I just can imagine myself sitting by the river and hearing it. And it's just so calming. And so I am going to take some time today to sit and listen. And I'm not going to pressure myself into like sitting through the whole, I think it runs for about 20 minutes or so, sitting there for that long. But I would love to kind of challenge myself to sit somewhere and not use it as a sleep meditation as such, but just sit and calmly sit and just let my thoughts kind of run wild and see what happens. And that's what I want to do. I want to try and make more time for those quiet moments where I'm not on my phone. I'm not necessarily consuming like something educational or something funny and entertaining. So not even TV or reading a book, like just sitting. And that's what I'm going to do today.
1: I love that. Mm. That's lovely. And I think for me today, the thing I'm going to do is go for a run, do one of our guided runs. Um, We've got the zero to five and five to 10K run program. I find running is the just biggest form of meditation for mm. me it makes my mind feel so good mm. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going to do. It is Good your it mind. is your
0: mind escape, and I know that because the amount of times you've called me when you're running, or just when you finished a run, <laughs> with with a it, like an idea, I'm like
1: I've I've thought about it. My least. mind is
0: clear. I know the direction. Except then, because my AirPods <laughs> went in the wash,
1: then I send it, and then it sounds like I'm in a washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yes, 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 yes. Running is is my form of meditation. That's what I'm going to do. So we encourage you today that you know whatever time you have, you find some time for you to do something for your mind.
0: Yes. And also to celebrate World Mental Health Day, we would also love to offer you guys a one month free subscription to Kik. So if you have been thinking about trying Kik and you want to try either a guided run or maybe some Pilates or yoga or a meditation or new soundscape and obviously so, so much more as well, um, you can give the Kik app a go with the code KIK pod mind, we'll pop this detail in our show notes, and all we have to do is sign up through the website, which is keepacleaner.com, onto our monthly subscription, and you will get that month for free.
1: Amazing. Yeah.
0: On that note, mm. shall we get into today's episode? Yeah, so this is one that you guys have been asking for, which we are quite happy to deliver on, because what? it's Gosh, all back <laughs> Why are we speaking
1: in this? We're, we're, can we sound like we're meditating. Well, it's mental health day. I feel like I'm, yeah, like, floating. <laughs>
0: Let's well, switch about like did not
1: come into this podcast to listen to. No, it. I know. Okay, we can ramp
0: it up a little bit. Um, but no, we are talking about Kik and not just all about Kick, the brand, but a bit of a behind the scenes. So we will go over a little bit of a um, overview of how it all began. So if you've heard that story, don't worry. We're not going to. It's not going to be the whole episode. Um, <laughs> but just for those who might be newer to Kik or not know where it all started, because we, we did will go over the it. last
1: time we did an episode on how Kick started. Yeah was Monday.
0: the first episode we
1: ever did of the podcast over three years ago so we've no <laughs> no 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 we've got we've got some new <laughs> listeners since then which <laughs> is exciting uh so yeah we, we wanted to and it's something that I think for both of us we get asked every time put a question box up yeah. it's like it comes up how did kickstart
0: yeah so we're going to start there and then we've got some other questions around our roles and everything like that and thank you for everyone who sent them in as well because we have some community questions to
1: answer. Two laws we do, and also a question that always comes in is, "What do you actually do?" Yeah, like, is that loaded? <laughs> is that loaded? <laughs> Likely, let's unload it for you today on the podcast. So, let's get into it. We are going to start with
0: when we met mm. and how we became friends. We met through uh, modeling, and it was Melbourne Fashion Week twenty Melbourne Spring Fashion Week twelve. Oh, maybe twenty thirteen. Sure. Anyway, and we met. We were in a lot of the same shows, a lot of um, sitting around, <laughs> not doing a lot um, together. And we bonded. And it was one of those friendships that you kind of, you meet someone, you feel like they've known you for life and you just get along. And then we both went overseas, kept in touch. Lawsy went to Europe. I went to the US. And we, as you might already know, had our experiences with food and exercise. Not the greatest experience, but one that taught us a lot. And it was basically from there when we came back together and bonded on a lot of the same struggles that we had that we realized that there's no way we were alone in that and that there must be a lot of other people struggling. And at the time, social media was flooded with like quick fixes and, and all these different diets and really triggering and just unfortunate messaging and mm. images online. It was online. like the Kate Moss kind of era. But yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It was just… Yeah, really. It was like, get skinny quick. That was all. Yeah. yeah. Health wasn't really a priority no. to a lot of people. No, it was all about losing weight and 100%. just
1: deprivation. And we, for both of us, because we grew up with a really healthy relationship yeah. with food and exercise. Exactly. In that we didn't think about it. Like food was fuel. Yep. Exercise, exercise was, fun. was fun. It was yeah. sport. It was moving our body, made us feel good. I think for us both to then go on social media and go into modeling and have, you know, our relationship with food and exercise to completely flip and mm. become like a relationship of like deprivation and, mm. you know, punishment and all of those horrible things that we'd never known. I, I think for both of us we are like, hang on, we grew up in this, you know, we had a really great mm. environment Imagine to grow up in do. and this still happened to us. Yeah. Um, So as Steph said, like it's very likely that it's something that could be happening to a lot of people.
0: And then the other thing that was happening in the market was wellness was kind of popping its head out, but it was very like organic, this organic, that Mm. everything costs you a million bucks. You couldn't get anything from the supermarket. So if you were going to make some sort of recipe there was a hundred ingredients that you'd probably never use again and it probably wasn't going to turn out that it was totally inaccessible um and so we started with an ebook called keep a clean and there was 37 of our favorite recipes on there and at the time we launched it we had two sponsors on board we did and we had we have to say too we had
1: it's not like we were ebook professionals. Oh no, no, no. We had no idea. Yes. Steph had a dream that we we made this book together and <laughs> I was likely. like, Oh my goodness. I had a, a food blog at the time and I just couldn't believe people even came to the yeah. food blog
0: in the first place to look at the recipes for free, let alone buy a book community members started sharing recipes on social media that looked way better than what we had yeah. in the ebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, this this community really did start to form. And then from there, we wanted to do more. And of course, we could have just done another e-book, but we wanted to be able to touch on fitness. And we thought what we could do was kind of merge Laura's um, food, fit and repeat blog. Oh my God, that's what it was called. Yeah. Into Keeper Cleaner got real, you know, interesting adding the ER on the end, um, which allowed us to kind of, you know, work with some of our close friends who were PTs and get like a workout up a month and it turned into a subscription blog. And then yeah. from there we launched a program, um, our first
1: program, which we then launched into an app in 2018. Mm. And yeah, we've, it's crazy to, yep. to look back to see where we started, where we mm-hmm. came from. And where what Kik has become now and the incredible team and and it's obviously become our
0: full-time job and our, mm. our life, really. Yeah. Mm. That is the story. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about now, yeah. We we have some questions from you guys. Um and I think one of those questions that we can answer straight off the bat is a little bit about our roles and what we what we do. So, Lois, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. Oh, kick us off? I didn't yeah. even mean to do that. Sure. Just part of it, it?
1: So, with our roles, they're actually, it's been an evolution totally. with us and, and our roles because up until maybe even 2020, we had very similar roles yeah. in the business and yeah. I think it was something that... We quit. We were definitely double handling things. Absolutely, oh, totally. but it was we. We just. It, it takes time to be able to, especially when you've kind been of worked through of it. You
0: for so long. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So in once our team started to grow, so that was when for us we just like we realised that it was time to define our roles a little bit more. Yep. Um, and so my role um as the CEO of Keek is is all about running the business. I would say that that's the kind of the, the core, the core objective. <laughs> I think what we both do together. So Steph and I both set, you know the vision um and where we're going, the strategy for the business. Mm-hmm. What my job is is to go away and work out, you know how we're going to execute it and how we're we going to get to these goals mm-hmm. um and then obviously work with the team on
0: mm-hmm. on how that how that's going to happen. And,
1: yeah, so I kind of do. And then I look after kind of the financial, legal, side mm-hmm. of, of the business. And
0: you're across all the numbers. From- yep.
1: Managing all the budgets yeah. and making sure that we're allocating the right amount of money to be able to get, you know, reach the goals that we have, but also ensure that we are growing sustainably. So 100%. yeah,
0: that's that's my role. And it's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm CEO, as, as Laura mentioned, and my role, to be honest, has Still been going through a bit of an evolution. I think coming back from Matt Leave, there was a a few like responsibility shifts and I just had to find my feet again. And so where I've kind of found my feet at four days a week um, is looking after I'm across a lot of things to do with community experience, product experience, user experience. So I work really closely with the marketing team um, on any campaigns we're launching Um, on a lot of the content that goes live. So I've kind of got last approval even over our social media and other content that goes live in the app, like the workouts that you see and all of that and checking all the recipes and everything. And then um, with the product side of things, it's making sure that the user experience is where we want it to be. And so I'm constantly in touch with you guys, the community community, figuring out what you want to see or how you want something to work better and I'm constantly using the app myself as well obviously and making sure it's all up to scratch and, and planning with the both marketing and tech team the kind of future of where we're going with both content and product
1: absolutely yeah
0: and then also at the same time make
1: sure that I think that the core why we started is connecting with the community and um and everything that we do there so that's also a large large part of, of both of our roles mm,
0: absolutely yeah I'm going to throw to one of the community questions and I would love you to start the answer because I think one part of your role of being CEO, you often also have to do a lot of people management. Mm. And this question from Molly, I would love for you to take the first answer. (laughs)
1: Hi, Steph and Laura. I was wondering how you both manage challenging conversations or situations in the workplace without it negatively impacting on your relationships with your colleagues.
0: The reason I want to throw to you first is because everyone, I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast knows you are possibly one of the most empathetic persons, persons, (laughs) I think, (laughs) people. people I've ever, ever come across. And so I've seen it obviously being not just your business partner but your best friend, how challenging it can be the people management side of things.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Oh, absolutely. And I think too, it is It is one of the hardest things I find giving feedback. It's something that I wish I could just pause the world and go and do like a five-year call because it is, it is so hard. And everyone yeah. that I speak to, Everyone struggles with it or a lot totally. of people that, that I know struggle with it. And so I think it's if, if it's really, really important to remember, like, if I feel uncomfortable for one of those, like, that's okay. That makes you human. Like, totally. I, I'm not, you care. I can't be a robot. I'm not yeah. going to be a robot that has no emotions. And if totally. I'm having a performance conversation, I probably won't sleep the night before. But we're not gonna get to, you know, where we where we can imagine we're gonna get to with this business and where we can take kick and where our vision is. Sometimes
0: if we avoid difficult conversations, they're so important not to avoid them. Oh, totally. I always just kind of come back to try and I think in general, I just try and deliver it in a way that I would appreciate it being delivered because mm. I think if I feel like I couldn't, then like maybe, maybe there's something wrong with the way that I'm doing it. And I think, as you said, there's a human part to feeling anxious or uncomfortable about it but it does get easier with time
1: yeah, yeah. I mean it's ne- never goes away those no. feelings but it, it definitely does That's I, I agree it gets easier sorry guys just producer Mandy jumping hello in. I-, I would like to know how you guys handle conflict like between the two of you so if you disagree on something how do you bring that up with the other
0: D- disagreements rarely occur yeah. like rarely occur a lot of the time we're on the same page and then if we're not it's because one of us might just know a little less we don't argue but we no. can have a dis. not a, it's not even disagreement it's like a different opinion like, oh, in yeah. a room
1: right we can have a different <laughs> opinion in a room yeah that is very important oh yeah and that, then if we leave that room I don't leave yeah. it oh my god Steph didn't like my idea no. it's like you can't agree on everything and then if there's we've ever done anything I um, mean you're really good at this Steph like if I've ever said anything you are so good at nipping in the bud straight away mm-hmm. it's like hey when we spoke about this, can we like touch back? And, we, we and that's really, really important. because but I've learned to be
0: that way because there's other times where I have stewed on yes, it and, and it's, it's just become worse in my and mind. And
1: then I think the <laughs> thing with that is as well is that we're not, if we avoid talking about things. Yeah. Then what happens is you make assumptions like, totally. oh, well, this person did this because of this. This person, oh, well, it's obviously because of this and this and this and this. Yeah. And then if you end up avoiding it for a week or something and, you've made, and this could be in friendships or any relationship, yeah. you get to this point a week later where you are so angry at this person, mm. you haven't spoken to them and they are on a totally different, you know, page of what with what happened instead of giving them the – that's why sometimes it, like talking about things is so important because then you're actually doing the other person, I believe, to a disservice by – Avoiding the uncomfortable conversation.
0: Yeah. And I think on on that, we actually have another question around us. Before we go into a little bit more about how Kik works, I would love to throw to Rebecca's question. How do you both maintain professional boundaries and stay productive when you work with your best friend and not just chat and hang out all day?
1: Oh, Rebecca, if we could hang out all day, I would just be... We, I mean, we do hang out all day. We do sit next to each other. We also yeah. sit in a communal desk. So obviously, it's everyone's working, so it's completely inappropriate for us yeah. to just chat all day about no work stuff. But then also, we are so busy yeah. in, in the day. We don't actually have... Like if we sometimes we will get... I'll be like, Steph, can we just talk about something for five minutes? Yeah. We'll get five minutes and then we'll have another meeting starting totally. or whatever it might be. So it's actually more that we just...
0: Oh, we totally. just don't have time anymore. No, nah, but I mean like that's why we we love the podcast because yes. it's a time where we can just like chat one-on-one a lot of the time. But um, no, absolutely. And I think if anything ever does come up, like, you know, I might have got a call from someone or something. Fa- obviously because you're my best friend, I instantly want to share things with you. So if I know it's an okay time. Yeah, we sense check with each other. Yeah. We'll
1: share 100%. But if I'm like, oh, my God, Steph's deep in concentration, yeah. I it, I think we just save it yeah, for later. Save it for, yeah,
0: Yeah. But on that question, actually, because Laws, you know, you mentioned how busy it can get. Other than like our roles in defining what, you know, what we do technically or overall, another question that came through was what our weeks actually look like, which obviously change depending on what we're doing. Like the other week we were shooting new workouts. And so that was a very different looking week. We were in the studio six days of the week. So we didn't really get time in the office. And then, you know, we've got the kick tour happening. So when we've got the kick tour happening, we're away on the weekends. So weeks do change. But generally if there's not something like that going on, what do our weeks look like? Was the good show. Well,
1: what about we just do this week? So this week uh has been a combination of we're hiring for a marketing director at the moment. So I've been doing a lot of preparation for those interviews. I've also had a few podcast mm-hmm. interviews where I've been interviewed on this week. We had the project in the office, so we prepared for that. We we also have done a few written interviews, so we've we've prepared for those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest of it has been my personal work of some planning stuff that we're doing for Kik, um longer term. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it has been taking out with working through anything that, that the team needs mm-hmm. and immediate things that needed to be actioned within the business. Mm-hmm.
0: And um, mine outside of the things that like obviously we will both – a part of in 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 laws then. Um, Monday I did take off. So Monday is generally my day that I, I spend with Harvey um, gives Josh some time off, but also just some um, extra time to kind of fill up my cup for the week. And then Tuesday we had I had a few meetings. um we were planning some things that were working on the marketing side of things. Um, I had a few check ins with some people in our team. And then Wednesday was a meeting heavy day, which it usually is. Wednesday is a day that we are all in the office. It's kind of our midweek catch up on different things that we're working on, both marketing and product wise. So that was, that oh, you know meetings.
1: We have a very big content campaign. It's I am. So we can't say, yes, <laughs> but I am, I am very, actually, when this, you know up, what, when this whatever. podcast comes out, yeah. we will be announcing it tomorrow. That's yes. true. So we oh, it's, that's it's true. honestly this con this content, because I yeah. don't often have a lot to do with the content planning or yeah. campaign planning. Yeah. But this one I've been very a part of because it is my dream yeah. to have this content in the app. So we planned, we planned an event. Yeah. We planned the campaign rollout through all of the channels that that yeah. we we roll out on. And then oh, we i am I just I feel like I was made to create this content. Yeah. And I am just I ugh. anyway, tomorrow the announcement's coming. 100%. Okay, so next question we have in is from Allah. Um I was just wondering when you're looking to hire someone new for Kick, what sort of attributes do you look for? So for example, do you look at uni grades or how they interview? Yeah, just more of an understanding. Good question. Mm. So, first of all, I mean, with uni grades, there's some jobs that I know, like especially consulting firms. They that is something that they look at. At Kick, I have never once. No, I don't think in any hiring process have we ever looked at anyone's uni grades. If we, if they've had a, done a degree, I would look at that, but I would never look at the grades for the uni. I for me, in when I'm interviewing someone, it's it's always it's the cultural fit is very very, very important. important. So that's kind of number one, and you can work that out in usually the first interview when when you get to know someone. It's also why in our interview process we always make sure there is an interview in person because that's when you can really, you know, get to know the person. And I think in terms of traits, what we look for, I think depending on what the role is, there are some roles that require skill experience in certain areas because someone might need to own, for example, email marketing. Mm. If that's the role, it's hard if you haven't had that experience, right? So that's important. But for me, the main traits I look for in someone Curiosity for me is the number one biggest thing. Just being interested, especially in our industry, wanting to grow and because we are so content, like we're we're really a content business and Mm -hmm. content-led business as well with, with everything that we do. People that are, you know, curious in what's happening and in our industry and then on, you know, with what's happening culturally and just everything to do with that. Curiosity is I think the number one for me. Someone that comes prepared, asks questions as well. I think that's really, really, really important. Someone who is driven, I think that's that's important as well, um, and really excited about and believes in the vision, I suppose of, yeah. of kick as well. I think they're kind of the core. And last, last would be as well being a team player. I think that's really really important. Even if you are the most intelligent, amazing individual in the yeah. whole world, as an individual, there is a limit to what you totally. can achieve with a team. That it like it's almost
0: limitless. And so that that's really really important. A as lot well, of being what we a team do player as well is super collaborative. Like it just wouldn't work otherwise
1: yeah okay and then this ties in very well too because as a part of our team yeah we have our team our core team our internal kick team and then we've also got our kick trainers and experts that we work with so this question is from louise hi kick pod i was just wondering how you even choose your kick master trainers thank you
0: So there's a few different ways really. Um, we're always on the look as well as we we always want to build more variety and um yeah, build out our team. And so we're always kind of looking out for people that have that kick feeling and emotion and share that same kind of spirit in, in a qualified. In what they in, do. In oh, in the and area. absolutely are yes, qualified. Yes, yes, yes. Um so that could be on social media, that could be some of our um, team members, you know, join different classes and meet different people and just come across people like Leo. Leo was one that someone from our team um did a class and was like, wow, his his energy and everything. I I love his energy. I think he's so kick. And then and then we approached Leo and started that conversation. So there's that way. We are also always open to being approached.
1: Yeah. As absolutely. well. Absolutely. 100%. And we're also always searching through social media for yeah. any tra- people that come up. And it, yeah. it's not its not about the following. I think nah. that, that's really important. It's just it's about the person being, you know, finding trainers who can bring that kick feeling that yeah. that's what it's all about. So, yeah, we're always open if anyone knows of trainers or is one and just wants to send us an email um, or, or a DM, always, always open. Mm. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. We hope we answered all of the questions about the business that you had for us now
0: for our special shares. Steffi, what have you got for us this week? So my special share today is Diary of a CEO, which I obviously know you listened to that. Oh, which podcast. one did you listen to? Louis Capaldi. Ah, you haven't listened to it, have you? He's a singer. Yes, he is. Before you go. I found his conversation with Stephen was really interesting because... There was so much that I didn't know about him. And he's very open, very raw. He has Tourette's. He speaks about um, hypochondria, which he's suffered most of his life. He speaks about imposter syndrome. And it's just really interesting. I think he's got this like this Scottish spirit um, that, you know, often like takes a piss of himself and, and all that sort of stuff. But it's really interesting to hear someone like that really open up about all of these things that he goes through. Um, and as someone who is so widely well-known as well, um, I thought it was a really interesting conversation and a, and a really good one. And, and obviously like a good one as well, I think, to tie into World Mental Health Day as well. Good, special share. Thanks. But I will also say, um, when I was planning to share this, I listened to Michelle and Zara from Shameless. Yes. And this is actually something that Zara has recommended as well. There you go. Yeah. And when she was recommending it, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so, because if
1: they recommend things, yeah. you're like, they are good. And they're also, speaking yeah. of, rec- they're coming up on the podcast they in are. two days. They are. So if you like the podcast from <laughs> Stephen Ballett, you like Zara, you like us, <laughs> maybe you like that episode too. <laughs> so excited for that to come. as a good chat. And then we, what am I saying? My special yes, share. what's yours? I got a new makeup brush.
0: Which one is it?
1: It's from Mecca. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I don't know. It's the Mecca brand yeah.
0: makeup brush. What does it look like? It's for blush. It's It's a bit fat on the bottom. So it's fat and flat on the bottom. Uh, Yeah, fat and flat.
1: Uh, Round, round. Okay. But it's not about the brush. It's just about I use the same dirty old brushes with all the little things coming out of them. you do. And uh, treating myself to a new brush was it's really – There's some makeup brushes are very expensive, Mm. but the Mecca ones are really affordable and they're really good quality and I just – I just, I, it's really, it was really nice. Like it's now so it's, I feel like a treat putting my makeup on with my new makeup brush. Yeah. It's a good reminder as
0: well. If you, even <laughs> if you don't want to, yeah, even if you don't <laughs> want to actually go and invest in a new one, clean your brushes. Yeah, We mm. don't do it enough, do we? We don't. And your beauty blenders, clean them. You yeah, don't you have see, to use a bit
1: I'm, of oil. You put a little bit of oil, a bit of soap. That's how you clean them.
0: Yeah. But I can't talk
1: because mine still smells like hydrolyte from when I built <laughs> my <laughs> Water on me because it absorbed into it anyway. Anyway, so, 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 sorry The other thing, please, please, everyone, please, because I'm just so excited, please take a look at our socials tomorrow.
0: Yeah. For the announcement. Keep an eye out or an ear Honestly, out, it's or, just. Yeah. It's very exciting. Laura's like
1: jumping When out of we her started recording this content,
0: I yeah. said, I was born for this. She, she did. She, did. <laughs> she said, I was born for this. So get ready, I get excited. I hope like it. I hope you like it. And if you want to be a part of it as well, I mean, now's a good time to jump on it because as we mentioned at the start of this podcast, um, in light of World Mental Health Day, we have got a one month free code, KICKPODMIND. KICKPODMIND. So if you sign up via our website, keepacleaner.com on our monthly subscription, you can pop that code in and receive your first month for free and you can get around this exciting content that's coming yeah. and obviously all of our meditations and everything Yeah, there's the lots of great well. things on yes, there. 100%. And anyway, this is yeah. very it's exciting. And
1: exciting. <laughs> okay, and on that note, we will be leaving. We're not leaving. We're not going anywhere. We are just finishing the episode on Wednesday. If you want to follow us, you can find us uh, on Instagram at Keep It Cleaner at Steph Claire Smith and at Laura We're also on TikTok at Keep It Cleaner Squad. Okay, bye.
0: Bye.